Stay tuned for adventure on Microphones of Madness with the Two-Headed Serpent. Welcome to Saturday Night Microphones of Madness. We are playing Two-Headed Serpent. Now here's Nick. Here's the eraser head. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the, last, the last time we left off, uh, the heroes had just blown up a warehouse in Red Hook that was um, holding some really strange um, mosquito things. Heroes. Yeah. Mosquitoes. And mosquitoes. So he- heroes is actually the Hulk Cthulhu um, technical term. Takes the place of investigators. Thanks. Thanks for explaining it. So, okay. so well, she was like getting all like, oh, yeah. Thanks, for, first. thanks for mansplaining it to me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Greetings, investigators. You guys are each contacted in kind. Um, by Quentin Shapiro, uh, the last person you had in contact with was Caduceus. Um, he has informed you that you were expected at a briefing at Caduceus headquarters in the Meetham building in downtown New York. Um, he'd like to also add that um, the organization was very uh, pleased and impressed with how you were able to handle yourselves in Bolivia, um, and that's why they would uh, like to invite you and <laughs> in the field. <laughs> They'd like us to look into an explosion at one of their facilities in Red Oak. <laughs> We'd like you to face this wall and tell us what you know about this warehouse. What? Uh, what warehouse? I don't, I don't know nothing about no warehouse. <laughs> Can we have this meeting in a public place? I don't really feel like going to your private offices. You sound a little angry on the phone. It, it was through a telegram. I'm reading between the lines. Yeah, um, it was all in the stops. <laughs> there was there was a lot of stops. It's like we stop, point, stop, you stop to get your ass here, stop. <laughs> it's the nineteen thirties equivalent of the clapping hands. <laughs> no, you did it. <laughs> uh, from what you can gather, it doesn't seem as like suspicious. Well, beyond your own suspicions, it's just—it's a summons. It's asking you to come to the office or come to the office downtown. Fuck it, I go to the office downtown. I will go to the office downtown. When you get to the office downtown, you see Ella wringing her hands outside the office. <laughs> What's the matter, Arkham? <laughs> oh, I don't know. We did just kind of do a whole lot of things. I didn't do a thing. You didn't like do a story. thing. You know who did a thing? <laughs> no, I don't know anything about a thing. Cracker McDynamite did <laughs> the thing. I don't know anything about a thing. Eraserhead did the thing. <laughs> Those twin peaks of intelligence. 
right? The twins didn't do anything either. <laughs> okay, has everyone gone downtown? Or yes. Okay. Seems like a very personal question. What about you two twins? Did you guys um, also answer the call? No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I was about to make a Warner Twins joke, so. Good night, everybody. (laughs) Our work here is done. I say yes. Of course, course, you guys would be joined at the hip if it wasn't for Ben Carson. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you guys arrived. There was no line yet. (laughs) I know. Come on. Or was the immortal Ben Carson? Um, Apparently, he was since he knows what the grant, what the uh, pyramids were used for. It's an immortal Ben Carson. All right. <laughs> the fucking vampire. <laughs> that's you the, just gave that's away the, the sequel. plot of the game. <laughs> I'm right. sorry. I just gave away the whole plot. It's Ben Carson. <laughs> He's the one. Immortal Ben Carson. All right. I I will thwart you, heroes. <laughs> you guys are brought up to uh, one of the offices. And um, you're told that you're um, being initiated into um, the inner circle of the organization. Oh, um, shit. we're getting a promotion already, man. Yeah. I, uh, I, promotion. <laughs> periodically, Nick, I smack myself on the shoulder or the arm or the leg. And, like, make a flicking motion. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Damn, man, you got to do something about the pest control in this office. There are a lot of mosquitoes in here. Um, okay, we'll look into that. They're, like, looking at you like, what the fuck are you talking about? There are no yeah, bugs man, in they're here. huge. Well, you guys are um, all brought into the same room uh, where there's a long, like, conference table. Uh, with binders set like identical oh, binders. Women. Are they huh? women? No, they're not. Um, <laughs> they're not. Uh, you sit down and you're able to open up these binders to find um, an orient what you can deduct as an orientation package type thing. Um, it says. Um, we have some in- information about the, um, the organization. I've attached it into the group chat, and I will read it aloud for everyone's benefit. Um, the text for the orientation package outlines information that the Caduceus information or Foundation has been able to learn about the serpent person race. It appears that the serpent people are native to Earth, having ruled empires that have now faded into history and walked lands long before the rise of humanity. A religious schism occurred many millennia ago that split the race in two. One side worships an entity called Yig, the father of serpents, potentially the progenitor of the race. The other worships an entity known as Thagwa, an evil toad-like monstrosity that rebels in vile acts and atrocities. This latter faction refers to themselves as the Inner Knight. 
Caduceus has found in their experience, the worshippers of Jaeger are content to hide from humanity deep below the ground in subterranean cities. They know that to pick a fight with humanity could spell annihilation despite their vastly superior technology. Conversely, the evidence that Caduceus has gathered makes the organization believe that the inner knight, who were responsible for attacking Joshua Meadham, is working toward a plan that will spell disaster for the human race. The details of this plan are not yet known, but it is imperative that it be discovered soon. The Internet faction is organizing and co- coordinating its efforts across the globe. There might not be much time left. And then um, there are some documents that are written in a strange language that you could recognize from those scrolls that you guys um, found in Bolivia. Um... And there are some translation notes supplied, so go ahead and give yourselves 10 percentiles in other language, Nakal, which is spelled N-A-A-C-A-L. Now, reading through these documents over the course of like several hours, you guys are allowed to take breaks, and they get you lunch. But as you guys are reading through these documents, um, you find out a bit about the world that you didn't realize was true, or you couldn't believe him to, up until this point. So go ahead and give me a sanity roll for reading this material. For I'm everybody? Yeah, yeah, for everybody? 10% for Nicole. I'm fine. I actually failed. That. Actually, I'm sorry. You're not supposed to. I'm sorry. You just take a sanity loss of 1d4. Uh, it'll be oh. 3. Okay. Sanity loss of 3. Okay. I rolled it for everyone just to make it faster. Hmm, uh, and you get five percentiles in Cthulhu Mythos. Whoa. For reals? For reals. Wow. Um. Hey, I got a 25% in Cthulhu Mythos. I used to have the potential for, for almost max. I have 17 um, after a few hours, uh, Quentin Shapiro enters the room again, and he asks uh, how how everything is going. Um, if you've uh, if you've read through all the documents and you're uh, ready to be briefed on your mission. Sure. What's our mission? Mission. Uh, well, the. North Borneo Chartered Company, the um, it's the company that runs Borneo, um, has contact has contacted Caduceus for assistance. Um, they have reports that the the symptoms of what they believe to be infectious hepatitis have appeared in appeared in the area on March sixteenth, and the first deaths started happening on March eighteenth. Um, it's it, it's a um, it's a fast-spreading hepatitis that's um, acting at an accelerator rate. Uh, subjects with the disease normally display first symptoms two to six weeks after infection. Such symptoms normally last up to eight weeks, which can result in acute liver failure and death. In the recent outbreak, though, um, subjects have died just two days after displaying the symptoms. And um, why do I want to go there? Uh, we need, or we've been asked to... Um, Contain the outbreak. And, with um, we, with some of, we have um, 
we have a machine called a viral analyzer, which um, which should be able to analyze the disease and create a um, create a cure for it. Okay. But isn't this no. task more suitable for medical professionals? Um, we will have medical people in the area. There are already people there, but we need some of uh, some people with your experience to uh, escort the doctors. Yeah, because that worked so well in fucking Bolivia. It worked out well in our opinion. You came back alive and you were able to bring back the money. But the doctors didn't. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, we were on the road and we weren't technically there yet. I mean, that was totally not our I fault. Thought, I thought the doctors were still alive. No, they got gunned down by the insurgents when we I mean, got oh, there. Oh, those. <laughs> no, that was on the road. That was. The ones that were in the camp were still there. the ones we were the ones we were actually hired to escort. They don't know that, right? So yeah, here we go off to Borneo <laughs> to fight and hepatitis man. with card tricks and hot rods. Wait, you know card tricks? <laughs> I know a couple card tricks. Yeah. Ooh. Um. For the information we've been able to obtain, it's believed the outbreak could be the Yellow Death, a serpent person biological weapon designed to depopulate areas of human habitation. Thus, we suspect that there has been involvement of the internet, which is why we need people of your expertise, not necessarily doctors, who we already have on the site. Your mission is to enter the quarantine site, allowing our scientists to determine whether or not this is the Yellow Death at work. You'll then determine whether there is an internet presence, find out what their objective is, and stop them. Right. I will be joining you as as scientific advisor, performing tests necessary with the viral analyzer to identify the yellow death. Is your insurance up to date? Just kidding. Of course. Good. Seems like it, when they developed that anti-snake serp or that anti-venom, you know what I'm talking about. Did you see Ella pull out a notebook and she starts scribbling? <laughs> hey, for the for the purposes of uh, record keeping, you should refer to the inner night as uh, something more snake themed. Uh, cobra, yeah. <laughs> Maybe the big ones are the cobras. That doesn't fucking matter, dude. These guys are the mambas. I ain't fucking with no mambas. Would you fuck with cobras? Yeah, because their mouths are not portals to fucking hell. I don't know. Dead by snake poison is dead by snake poison. Yeah, but certain certain snake bites actually give you a very strong uh, psychedelic kind of experience. I'd rather just lick a toad. Yeah, those are kind of neat too. Okay, does anybody um, or Shapiro asks if, if anybody needs to? Um, do I gotta go potty. 
prepare for this? Okay. Well, you have a few days, so if there's anything else that you need to do in the meantime, go ahead and make your preparations. Uh, oh, I think my I think my will's up to date and notarized. Good. <laughs> oh wait, I have a I have a fear of snakes. You know, it's funny. I do too. <laughs> Why am I? And now there's snake people. Uh, there were snake people in Borneo, man. Yeah, that's kind of why I'm scared of snakes. No, wait, I'm scared of snakes because of you. She points at you. <laughs> Me? Yeah, Richie. Yeah, Richie. Richie. Your fault. And uh, Logan's dancing over to your... Uh... <laughs> Who's Richie? I can't remember what your character's this name character's is. How long? Leo. Leo. Hey man, I did not give you this the scepter. No, you threw it at me. Aren't you interested in that kind of stuff? Isn't that like your thing? Yes, but I at least when want it to be my choice. <laughs> I actually like the snakes. <laughs> I had to go out my little garter snake, you understand? Like we bonded and I had to let him go. <laughs> Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go get some ham and eggs because I I, I don't know when the next time I'm gonna have them is. If I survive, I figure if I'm gonna be in Borneo, I'm gonna practice with this whip. Gonna head down to the haberdasher. No, I'm just gonna practice with the whip. Uh. Yeah, food sounds good actually. Okay, so any all preparations are made. I'm assuming nobody's well, buying uh, nobody's uh, buying a gun or anything like that. Or I have done. <laughs> I'm gonna buy more ammunition for my shotgun, pistol, etc., holsters, yeah. things like that. Also, um. Shouldn't we get like outdoorsy kind of stuff? I don't know what the they'll they'll actually supply anything that you need tents and all that kind of stuff. They need to know what you guys would need or what you feel like you would need. They have tents and all that, but if you feel like you need ammunition, then they'll provide that. Oh, copy of Unspeakable Cults and uh, the Necronomicon. No, no. No. <laughs> I would like to have a a uh, metric ton of undifferentiated machine parts. <laughs> they can't provide. I that. would like to know out of character what the base of the flame pistol was because I don't seem to have written it down anywhere. Um, hold on a second. Twenty percent. Might have been something like that. I mean, when in doubt, just go with base handgun. Well, I don't. Oh, I mean, like, yeah, I would like to use my handgun skill. I would like to use my handgun for it. It's the handgun skill. Oh, so. good. And I could use my handgun for it. <laughs> yep. What's the base skill for whip? 
Like, Evo is the five, way wasn't it? the bait skill for whip. <laughs> Go forward. Move ahead. <laughs> Finding a uh, five percent base chance. Is there a chance I can practice with it? Yeah, go ahead and give yourself another five points. Why not? You scrape yourself up for, let's see, hold on. Uh, 86 points of damage. No. For one point. Buy your uh, fedora and shoulder bag. One point of damage. Yeah, won't that just like heal tomorrow? So. Yeah. What does this whip do in terms of damage? It's like. Um, a pain whip inflicts 1d3 damage plus half your damage bonus. Wow. And it has the special effect of, of what? Um, if injured by the whip, the target must attempt a hard con roll or be agonized and incapacitated for 1d6 rounds. Whip has a range of 12 feet. Average man size feet or toddler feet? Average man size feet. Oh, nice. No, wait, no, I misread that. Toddler feet. Toddler feet. <laughs> <I'm> kidding. <laughs> How many rounds? One D1? One D6. Okay, so a few days later, you are all aboard a small passenger airplane a few minutes away from a landing strip at, um, or a few minutes away from landing at an airstrip near the headquarters of the military command in charge of enforcing the quarantine on northern Borneo. Uh, your equipment is strapped in at the rear of the compartment. Uh, you guys see Mount Kinabalu um, rise toward the sky to the left of the airplane as it darts through low cloud cover. Uh, everyone will spot head rolls for me as you look out the windows at the mountain. Leo Nope. <coughs> Bless you. Made it. Okay. Who else has made it? No. Nobody made a spot hidden besides Rodney or Woodrow? Oh, God, no. Okay. <laughs> I rolled a 90. Okay, Woodrow. I ran into a building. <laughs> you see shadowy winged shapes flying through the clouds above the mountain. And uh, several are moving towards the airplane. Um, do you have a, How high is your Cthulhu Mythos? Actually, just roll it. Roll C. If you make it. Um, I can spend five points of luck and make it. Okay. Done. Uh, you identify the creatures as night gods. Um, ah, shit. Yeah. Everyone knows what they are. They're inhabitants of the dreamlands. And I don't know what they are. I only have 5% of the mythos. I mean, out of, out of character, we all know what those are. Yeah. 
I, I do a very, very quick and dirty explanation of what a night gaunt is. So you're just shouting this in the flame? No, I'm not it's shouting it. I'm, uh... How are you doing? I'm leaning up against the side of the airplane, smoking a cigarette, and calmly explaining what a night gaunt is. What? Okay. They tickle you. That's not that bad. Aw, that's adorable. They tickle you from the inside. Oh, that's not adorable. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I would suggest if these things have seat belts to fasten them because our pilot will probably need to do some evasive action. Maybe uh, tell him. Take a raise of action! Suddenly, um, once you say that... One of them crashes through a window at the rear of the airplane, landing on your landing on your equipment. Several, the, several of the boxes, several of the boxes get dislodged, and they start flying about in the cabin. Yo, that's my loot. Get off my tackle, motherfucker! <laughs> Two more smash into the cockpit. Two more of the night gone smash into the cockpit. Fly away with the screaming pilot and co-pilot into the clouds. I don't think that was a good thing. Hey, hey, can anybody fly a plane? No. The plane is starting to go down. But we can figure it out. <laughs> okay, what's everybody's dex again? Uh, I got a dex of 60. 70. 75. Yeah, machine dude, get on this. Mm-hmm. Jet on what? I'll guess I could try and set the autopilot, but I don't have any piloting skills. What's an autopilot? Exactly. What are, what are Janelle's and Zachariah's Texas? I'm 60. Uh, <clears throat> I think he's 55. Dex? No, I'm 70. What? Yeah. Squirrely bastard. My skills are awful, but my stats are kick ass. <laughs> Except for Ant. Mm, what are you going to do? All right, fast people. We're going. We're going to die. I'm waiting for the keeper to say something. Hold on one second. I'm sorry. He's busy. <laughs> That's the perfect time to come up with a plan. I have no plan except, oh my God, what's this button do? <laughs> yeah. Nothing. I mean, it's 1930s. Nobody has pilot plane, though. Hell no. How far up are we? What do you think this is? Jonathan Roxton? Come on. Can, uh, op- can operate heavy machinery substitute? No. Um, Ella, it's your turn to go first. I run to the cockpit and look around frantically because she has no idea what any of this does. I have pilot plane at one percent. Well, it's it's your turn, Zacharias. I have it at one percent too. Like, is there anything Ella could do? Like, is there something she could try to figure out what to do? You can try to you can try to yank the. Um, yeah, play with the stick, Ella. Yeah, she pulls on the stick. She tries to get it to come back up. <laughs> uh, roll a hard strength roll. Thank God, Wes isn't here. I was just thinking that, actually. <laughs> I made it. Oh, my God. I made it by one. Okay, yeah. you're, starting, you're starting to pull it out of the <laughs> Oh, my 
my god, we're gonna die! <laughs> yeah, it's still it's still heading towards the ground, but you're starting to pull it out. Um, <laughs> what is Zachariah doing? Uh, geez. Um, I, I really don't have anything useful. <laughs> um, can I just hold my position and just wait to see what happens? Because I don't, I don't have pilot or anything. We're all so fucked. <laughs> Is that still on the plane? Save us, Ella. I'm trying! <laughs> Oh, jeez, it can't be that hard. <laughs> oh, the jokes I want to make, but can't because I'm scared for my life. <laughs> I will go and help Ella. Don't I get a turn? Oh, okay. Yeah, you can go and help Ella. It's Leo's yeah. turn next. Uh, is that Night Gaunt still in the cabin with us? No, the t those two flew out. All right. Well, there was. All right, I'm a. Uh, Plot dunce. That's what they are. <laughs> <Plot> dunce. <laughs> two, uh, two of them grabbed the pilots and then flew back out. How many other people are on this plane besides us, or is it just us? It's you guys, Shapiro, and then there was the two, there were the two pilots. So it's just you guys okay. and Shapiro. All right. So I'm going to start looking for parachutes, and then I'm going to while I'm doing that, I'm talking to Shapiro. Do you fly a fucking plane? No, no, I don't! And he's screaming. Of course not. I'm a scientific advisor. <laughs> he's going to start looking for uh, parachutes, too. Um, the night gaunt that busted in the back and was messing with our junk took him. Janelle, what are you doing? Um, kind of calmly freaking out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> calmly freaking out. Yeah, you know. I you do. Uh, Bex, okay, are you man. guys are currently in a plane that is diving towards the ground in northern Borneo. I passed back out. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Do any, when it hits yeah. the ground, jump. Do you have pilot climbing? <laughs> and then, wait, what's, Bex, what's Bexar's next? Or Featherfall? 50 base, if we're not doing any combat. Okay. 50? Yeah, 5-0. Do you have pilot plane? Uh, no, I'm not that cool. I do have climb and jump. I think you have. <laughs> he's he's going to do it when we when we crash. He's going to jump. Oh, <laughs> uh, to avoid some of the damage, like oh, an yeah. elevator. Yeah, you know. Wait, I I watched something on that. You're supposed to just like fly flat on the ground and absorb the impact from your whole body. You know, because it's not like the top of it's going to collapse on you or anything. <laughs> and then another thing that happened was at, before the plane started going to the free fall, uh -huh. a, night, a night gaunt had crashed through the back of the plane, dislodging a bunch of boxes, several of which crashed into like the cabin and such. Then okay. two, two other night gaunts flew into the cockpit, grabbed the pilot and co-pilot, and flew out with them. That explains why we are... Woodrow's character said that there were six. Six night guns. Yeah, that's yeah, man. Four. Well, we only saw three, right? Yeah. Well, fucking come get us out of this plane. Excuse my language. I don't think that's a good thing. Just saying. I don't think yeah. they're on our side. They're not. <laughs> All right. What is Woodrow doing? 
Um, I will go up front to the cockpit and try to assist Ella with the control of this airplane. <laughs> ah, it's a you little breezy a, up here. If you want a mental image of what Ella looks like, imagine imagine a panicking Willow from Buffy. That's what she looks like right now. Yo, yo, lady. Like a lot more wind. Relax, man. I'm a leaf on the wind. Oh, we know how that, that would be funny if we weren't about to die. <laughs> All right, what is Bexar doing? Um, Bexar is detonate some dynamite under the nose of the plane and maybe the force. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, well, I mean, he's going to go, like, to the cockpit. Well, hold on. There's people in the cockpit, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, how many people are in the cockpit now? It sounds well, like right now. two. Okay, so you can maybe squeeze a third in there. Well, is there any sort of, like, parachutes or anything for the... Uh, that's that's what Leo started looking for, and Shapiro Shit. also started Leo, looking for. Leo, you've got good ideas. Um, you can also start looking for parachutes. Or you can look in the boxes that got dislodged. Yeah, maybe there's something there. It's everyone's well. Uh, yeah, so let's go. Let's go looking for something that'll save our lives, like a parachute. Um. Yeah, that's all. I'm, that's all I'm thinking of right now. Okay, you guys are rushing to the back to find parachutes in the car or the cargo hold. Um. And it's the top of the round again. Okay, uh, Ella, go ahead. Or Ella and Woodrow, between the two of you, um, what's your? What are your strengths? Or I got a fifty. Sixty. 50 and Sixty. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll a regular strength roll between the two of you, because uh, since there's two of you, then it's going to be difficult. I got a twenty. Okay, you guys are able to still pull it, keep it away from, or you guys are able to like pull it and hold it aloft. Um, so Woo! you yeah! aren't really. Doesn't seem like you're crashing into the ground anymore. We're not dead yet. We're not dead yet. <laughs> oh, hallelujah! I feel a level out. However, I do not know how to land this. <laughs> uh, just, just be easy, man. Just be easy. We'll figure that part out when we get to it. That's why the parachute people are figuring stuff out. Just okay. Uh, on that way, man. Zachariah, what are you doing? Um, I'm gonna go back and and hunt around for a parachute too. That's even though I don't really know how to use one. That sounds like a good idea. Okay. Uh, so you go in the back with everyone else. Um, I'm a follower. <laughs> Leo, Leo, go ahead and um, roll spot head and roll to like sift through all the crap that got sloshed. I failed. Okay. Spectacularly failed. I might have like thrown some stuff out of the back of the cargo hold. There wasn't a parachute. <laughs> okay. Just so you know, I rolled a 98. Actually, uh, there went our NPC. <laughs> my spot hidden is base. I always knew you were a basic player. 
at this point, another um, <clears throat> another one of the, the night gaunts crashes through the windows, and it tries to grab Zachariah. What's, Zach, what's your, what's your build? Uh... Plus one. Okay. It's going to try to seize you, but it probably won't work. Um, roll your percentile dice just to see if the roll you get. Um, yeah, it's not gonna... Just any old percentile dice? Yeah. High and low, doesn't matter. You have to. Um, I think it's against your brawling skill. Uh. Maybe it. It's it's not a brawl. It's um it's a fighting maneuver, and I'm blanking on how to do it. Um, well, yeah, because my fighting brawls But you beat it though, so you're able to fend off its um advances. It's advances. <laughs> <laughs> it's pawing at you. It's pawing at you. This Please. is not that kind of date. Gosh. <laughs> I've only seen you twice. No, does this does no, no. night gaunt look anything like Wes? <laughs> <laughs> it, this one has a face, and it is Wesley's. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> um, it looks like the racer. Vexar, uh, roll percentile dice because another one is, has also crashed through, and it's trying to grab at you. Never uh, fifty-seven. My build's plus one, one. This one's able to grab you. Um, So it it has grabbed you and it's now in the cockpit it, with you. It does use the brawling scale. No, I'm not in the cockpit. I'm in the or not in the cockpit. The um the cargo hold. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. But it has you grabbed. Um, <clears throat> it is now Janelle's turn. Can I see the gaunt that's grabbed him? Can, can yeah. I... From where you are, you can see it. This isn't that big of a plane. It's pretty much just the cargo hold in the back. Where you That's get all there was like a partition or something. Nah, all right, well, uh, um, shoot. I'm going to try to jujitsu something. Hi-ho! You're going to try to grab it back? Okay. Today, the adventure is grab back. Go ahead. We'll say that its back is to you. Rip its wings off. <laughs> oh, that's not so good. Did you feel? Yeah, no. I must have just okay. flipped right off it. Okay. Uh, Woodrow, what do you do? You're, um, Woodrow, give me an idea roll. <clears throat> idea? Yeah. Uh, that's a ten. Okay. The best problem, the best course of action for you guys right now would probably be contacting somebody on the radio, um, specifically the military base at the on the ground that you're supposed to be landing to. Um, so talk up soon. Yeah, uh, so that. Um. Hello, people on the ground. <laughs> Is there anybody there? I think the Lord's made people of Earth. I think the Lord's made it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what does the celebration of workers have to do with anything about crashing a plane? It's said in the I read it in a book. 
Uh, yes, this is Captain Lancaster. Um, what is your what is your um, situation? My situation. Oh my God! Just tell him. <laughs> I'm in a plane that is uh, fast approaching the ground. I have a crazy woman in the seat next to me. Um, there are monsters coming in through the back. Uh, I got these two rich people back here. I, I don't know what the hell they're doing. Um, I've got a crazy person who's probably going to try to use some dynamite. Um, and uh, I, I, I skipped lunch. Hurtful, Woodrow. Hurtful. Words can hurt. He says, hold on one moment. I'll get a pilot on the radio. Thank you, God! <laughs> I need one in the plane, motherfucker. This is still better than nothing. Okay. Um, at that point, uh, Bexar, roll, um, <clears throat> roll percentile dice to get this thing off of you. All right. I'm going to roll the get off me dice. Get off me dice. Roll a 40. It rolled an 11, so it still has a... Well, fuck it's 11. Actually, what's your build? I'm sorry. Plus one. Okay, it doesn't matter. That's... Um, okay, top of the round. Ella, what are you doing? Um, oh, you're still The same thing I've been doing. Yep. <laughs> um, roll luck roll. Oh, this will be fun. Yeah, 25. I'm good. Okay. Um, Zachariah, what are you doing? You're being attacked by this creature. Matt? Um, I'm going to draw my pistol and shoot it. I think okay. that's what I'm going to do. Go ahead and shoot it. No tickling, buddy. Yeah, shoot its arms off. Hey, 17. Okay, go ahead and do your damage. Okay, ground. Some motherfucker just shot up here. <laughs> One point of damage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, the bullet grazes off of its like shoulder, uh, dealing one point of damage. Uh, final bat. Leo, what are you doing? Uh, I am continuing to look. I guess who's who's grappled right now and who's closest to me. Uh, Zachariah was closest to you, and then Bexar is uh, right behind him. I'm going to regret this, but I'm going to uh, try and whip the one on Vexar. Yeah, okay. get my dynamite hand free. Well, that way if I miss and hit him, it's no big deal. <laughs> and I miss. <laughs> By how much? Uh, I rolled a 63. Okay. That's just a regular miss. 
stupid. Can I spend luck to make that a uh, critical failure? <laughs> no, you can't. You can't. You can't make the dice get worse. Um, no, but you can. <laughs> As silence said, he thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> No, the uh, the night gun's the night gun's gonna try to um it's going to try to tickle you. Tickle who? Uh, I grabbed your wrist. Uh, it doesn't it doesn't work. Uh, the other night gun is gonna try to seize Matt again, and it failed. Probably because of that horrible wound. <laughs> Speaking of uh, so Janelle, it's your turn now. Um, I'm gonna try to throw that thing off of Bexar again. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get too excited. Oh yes. See, I knew I had to be excited. <laughs> What'd you roll? Eight. Okay. Uh, you're able to... Um, what's your build again? Uh, and that is where? Bottom. Down at the bottom. Corner. It's in the boxes as combat next to the boxes as well. Oh, there we go. Do you know? I know, man. I sent you my sheet. Uh, I'll find it. It's in the bottom right-hand corner between damage bonus and dodge. It says build. It's probably zero. Yeah. Oh, okay. On the first page. Sorry, I scrolled over. Yeah, not on the second page. Yeah, my build is zero. My bad. Okay, well, you're still able to wrench it off of him, but not, like, slam it into the ground or anything like that. Throw it bodily to the floor of the cup. Yeah. (laughs) I um, said, sit down! <laughs> but you weren't able to get it off of him. Uh, Woodrow, yeah. uh, you're still on the radio with the pilot. Um, or you're now on the radio with the pilot. And he's instructing you guys how to get how to land the plane. Okay. Uh, while he's instructing us, can I kind of like make a quick check of the cockpit see if there's any whiskey? <laughs> Um, Just bring me my piloting whiskey. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, uh, uh, roll luck roll. Okay. See if there's any piloting whiskey. No, there's no piloting whiskey. Okay, I'm sorry. I was I was hoping I could find some to calm Ella down. I'm gonna show up. I'm gonna show up to the cockpit, spend ten luck, and have the whiskey. Well, you're being you're you're, you're busy you're right being, now. Yeah, you're quiet. You maybe in a few rounds. All right. Um, Baxter, what are you doing? Uh, this thing has been gripped off of you. Uh, you can, like, punch it or, I don't know, if you have a... It's um, it's it's close to you, though. You're not going to be able to pull out a rifle or anything like that. Okay. That's what stomping's for. Well, then, sure, I will punch it. <laughs> or if you have, like, a knife or something, I don't know. 
Uh, currently, no, I don't have anything like a knife. I can hit it. Okay, just hit it. Um, 52. I don't get hits. No. Okay, you miss it. Boing! Alright, we go back to Ella, who is currently being directed by the pilot how to plan the plan. She is studiously taking instructions. Yeah. Um, so we'll go to Zachariah. What are you doing? You can shoot again? Yeah. Okay. It's just got a lesson. Uh, or not. Uh, that would be a miss. Okay. Not a huge miss, but a miss. Okay. Uh, Leo, what are you doing? I'm going to try and whip it again. I miss again. Eighty-four. I'm about to slip into the dad's band personally. Um, This thing will try to seize, or one of them will try to seize Zachariah again. Um, Go ahead and roll percentile dice. Oh, that felt so good, though, guys. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> it still felt good. I don't care if they get Matt, go ahead and roll percentile dice for me. Oh, God. Why, Jesus? <laughs> I don't know, maybe because it's part of the game we're playing. <laughs> 82. No, it's just my rolls have been terrible. <laughs> okay. Uh, it is actually managed to seize you. Um, nah. We're just grabbed you. I don't like these things. Um, and then the next one will try to grab Spencer. Or, yeah, it'll. No. Janelle was able to throw off. It'll try to grab Janelle. Um, go ahead and roll percentile dice. I, yeah. Am I just rolling against you then? Yeah. I rolled a 34. 13. Okay, you beat it. Lucky 13. Okay, um... Let me go to Janelle. It's now your turn. With that thing in my grill, can I? If, am I too distracted to get the other thing off my brother? Um, you could try to. Yeah, you just wrench the other one off. I'm guessing. So you can go ahead and try to do that. I get the other one off of your brother. It's a close enough proximity. I'm gonna do like a psychic freak out. Okay. And so I just have to beat my telekinesis score, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'll be spending luck points. Okay. Four, four of them, please. Okay. 
Um, you're able to wrench the thing off, and then it flies away because that was a very, well. It's very disorienting. Um, it didn't feel anything, or it didn't see what grabbed it, or anything like that. So it flew off. Um, Woodrow, what do you or? You're still in the pilot, or still in the cockpit. I'm just trying. I'm just cruising along, man. Okay. Um, a plane. He's he's telling you guys how to turn around, and then um, he's lining you up with the uh, with the runway. Okay. <clears throat> You're just, just the ground's getting closer and closer, but um, you guys are able handling pretty well. Ella probably hasn't said anything this entire time she's been getting instruction. You just see this incredibly focused look on her face. Yo, uh, yo, I can hear your teeth grinding with these headsets on, man. <laughs> Bexar, what are you doing? Uh, is there still a Nikon? Yeah. Well, then uh, I will do what it takes to get my rifle out. Uh, it's too close quarters for a rifle. Like It's like right next to you. That's just like your opinion, man. All right. I'll check it again. Uh, no. Okay. Not a fighter. I'm a shooter. Ella, um, you're coming up on the ground. The pilot's telling you to start pulling the nose up, and uh, you'll be coming, you'll be landing shortly. I'm doing what he says, dude. Uh, Zachariah, what are you doing? There's still one night. There's still one in there, right? Yeah. I'm going to try shooting him again. Okay. Uh, Roll with a um, penalty die because you're firing into melee. I miss anyway. Okay. Uh, Leo, it's your turn. All right. I'm going to switch to the switchblade and try and stab it. Yeah. You're not like falling into yeah. I'm not fall I'm not what? You guys aren't like in danger anymore. You can tell that uh, okay. the cockpit or the people in the cockpit have it handled. Alright. And that I do pass. Okay. So um I passed it um at hard. Go ahead and do your damage. Uh, eight. Oh, uh, this thing gets slashed pretty good, and it just takes off out of the co- or out of the plane, flies away. Yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, hey, you're pretty handy with the knife. That's growing up in Queens, man. Bronx. Whatever. You guys are able to land the plane. Woo! Oh, this is so bittersweet. First Nobody time. I actually care about was here to see me do this. Um, incredible! Amazing thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> Except blow up the moon. Blowing up the moon, and then this. <laughs> I want to blow up the moon. 
Oh, you missed it. It was so amazing. <laughs> I was picturing Ella with a look of determination on her face, like tank girl, just your jaw jutting out. And... <laughs> Y'all are so lucky that uh, that last one left. Oh. Oh? Yeah. I was going to attempt an aileron roll. To get it to fall out of the hole. <laughs> At some point, I think that would have required you putting your hands on the wheel. I had my hands on the wheel the whole time. No, that was Ella. There's two stakes, man. We were both flying that plane. Sure. I think it's going to be sick and Ella gets up and runs off the plane. Oh, no. <laughs> Gross. Okay, you guys uh, get off the plane, and you guys are met um, at the runway by several um, British or British soldiers and um, Indian soldiers. Uh, man in the front introduces him or approaches you. He says, "Very good show, chaps. Very good show." And he's like clapping his hands. He says, "My hand is or my name is." Captain Lancaster, and he holds his hand out to uh, each of you. I, I'd uh, shake your hand, but it's kind of stuck like this at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jolly good, jolly good. Um, my men will uh, unload your plane, unload the plane for you, um, and uh, we'll take it to the camp. Um, and he goes off to go help his guys as well. Um, at this point, uh, Quentin Shapiro uh, approaches you guys, and he looks really scared and uh, somewhat frantic. Um, why would those things be coming after us? I have no idea, but that, that doesn't matter at this point. What matters is that we have 24 hours to evacuate everybody from this area. After that, the mission is over. There's, that's that's it. That, that is our new mission now. Okay, why? Uh, one of the uh, pieces of equipment on the plane was is called a half-terrain device. Um, it's an incendiary bomb designed to sterilize an infected area if the disease cannot be contained. Um, the device was damaged in the crash, uh, triggering the countdown. Um, I can't deactivate the device, and there's no way to stop it. Is there a way Yo, to slow man. it down? Machine guy, why don't you try to disarm that thing? Can I try and disarm that thing? I was going to try and slow the countdown. Uh, yeah, you can go try to disarm it. All right. Uh, what do I need? Mechanical repair? What am I rolling, man? Uh, percentile dice. He's thinking. Let him think. Hit it with your whip. This is a very delicate operation. Here's a hammer. On the plus side, it was nice and it took you like 24 hours. Science, engineering, demolitions, mechanical repair, or electrical repair. Uh Uh-oh. Here comes the mechanical repair roll. 
27 out of 75. You've determined that the damage is beyond repair. Ah. <laughs> Can I determine if there's a way to delay the countdown? Um, you've, you've, you've realized that you actually, if you try to tamper with the device anymore, it's going to, uh, it might detonate the mechanism. Well, I've got good news. I've got some bad news. However, oh, one more thing. Um, you do understand how they normally work, and perhaps you may, if, if you know, or if you come up with, I'm sorry, if you confront one of these in the future, you might know how to deal with it and disarm it. This one, however, is too broken. What's it called? A half terrain device. H-A-F-T-O-R-A-N-G. Here, I'll type it in the chat. Can't we just fly this motherfucker out to the ocean? We are on an island. Um, well, we can't really move it from where it is. That's the problem. I mean, do you want Godzilla? Because that's how you get Godzilla. If you tamper with it at all, it might explode. Right, so we're evacuating, right? Yes, let's move. Okay. Well, our means of of evacuation are. Uh, well, we are on a military base. I'm sure they have other other planes. Yeah, I think we can fly a plane. What you think, Ella? Oh, great again. I have a feeling that the only thing we need to do is get people to a point. So that they can get on planes and get flown out by professionals. Well, what's the blast radius on this thing, uh, Shapiro? Um, he's not quite sure. Um, he just would like to get as far away as possible, and they could contact Caduceus when um, when they can. How many people are on this island? Um. There are a couple hundred farmers. Um, they've they've all been um, they've all really been cordoned off in the same area to uh, prevent the infection from uh, infection from spreading. How and far away is have... that area? Um, it's a couple of miles away, or it's I'm sorry, the cordon isn't too far away. Um, it's it's actually in the um, you're in the area right now. So. We just, have to go there. It's in the court. we just have Where's, to go there and get them to come here, right? Where's the commanding officer of this base? He's unloading the plane right now. Okay. I'm going to go talk to him real quick. Okay. Okay. Commander McMahon. His name is Captain Lancaster. Captain Lancaster. Yes. <clears throat> Dr. McIdiot over there. Put a bomb on this plane. That bomb is about to go off. We need every ounce of manpower on this base pushing everybody at the cordon back as far as we can get within the next 24 hours. Uh, He says, okay. Um, 
Wow. Yeah, I I think I think that dude right there. His name is his name is Shapiro. He will take full responsibility for any casualties of your men that happened in the execution of this order. Well, um, it will take some time for us to unload all this equipment and uh, prepare it for transport up the mountain. Yo, screw the equipment, um, man. Okay, fine. Uh, save some lives. We might want some of the equipment. I thought we were just told to scrub that mission and get everybody off this island. We were. We were told that uh, getting everybody out of the radius of this blast or as far away as possible was mission one. Yeah, so what do we need the equipment for? Well, um, at this point, Shapiro shows up and he asks what you two are doing talking with the um, talking with the captain when he needs to unload the equipment. Saving lives. At that point, he grabs you both and he asks for um, some privacy. He Great. says... Both of who? You and Leo. Okay. Um, he says, we need to ascend the mountain as quickly as possible, and we need to take the half terrain device with us, as I don't want that to leave my sight. Um, the Inner Knight could get a hold of it. And then you stay here with it. We yeah, all need the, to go with it. I thought the half turning device was going to blow up in 24 hours. So if the Knight whatevers get it, isn't that a plus? Wouldn't it destroy them? I thought it was going to blow up if we yeah, even they, tried to we move it. can't even move it. Yeah. Um, shut, shut, shut the fuck up. Pretty much, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, you're gonna have to shoot me because I, I ain't taking it. I just landed a plane. Uh, I'll, take it. I'll take it. I will. No, you're not allowed to touch it either. <laughs> hey, guys. Shapiro wants us to take the bomb with us. Yeah, so... He's telling you, shh, quiet. Nobody's supposed to know about this thing. Fuck you! This is a very secret piece of equipment. Fuck you! <laughs> oh, man, so how do we move on? Because I think we just need to take this thing to the plot sense. Or say... How are we going to take it? He just said it's going to blow up if we move it. Well, that's because we were trying to get rid of it. If we move it, it's going to blow up. Like, I don't understand how this matters where we take it. <laughs> I'm sure the scenario has I've seen it dead once today. I don't want to do it again. Okay, right. I've, got, I've got a question. Well, two questions. One, did the, uh, the, the cure synthesizer gadget survive the flight? Yes. Okay, I was just curious. And two, how much does this exploding mabob way um they're gonna put it up in a truck and they're gonna drive it with all the rest of the other equipment that they need to take to the camp in order to analyze everybody's blood 
Uh, so we're talking like tens of pounds. Uh, we're talking about truckfuls of stuff. No, I mean just the one device. Um, it's a pretty big device. Um, so like probably just one person couldn't lift it. No. Okay. Thank you. I like your train of thought. I like where you was headed. <laughs> However, the road does not go that way. No, no. Where we're going, we don't need roads. Because we're not taking a fucking bomb. Just we not one of the things you said we move it. And we're going to put it on the truck and take it up a mountain. What could go wrong? Explosion. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. That's a bomb. Doesn't that actually mean something's going right? Not if we're with it. All right. So I think there seems to be a little bit of confusion as to what exactly we're dealing with here, Nick. Why don't you go through the finer points of the situation? Okay. You guys can move the bomb. You need to take the bomb with you because Quentin Shapiro insists on it because he doesn't want it to get get a hold of the inter- or the, he doesn't want the internet to get a hold of it. You're going to have to take all the other equipment with you to the encampment in order to cure these people that are in trouble. You still needed to get that mission done. Okay. I think the confusion here is he came at us saying, fuck the other mission. We have to, we have to deal with this bomb. He's still keen on getting there and seeing what the internet's up to. But now we have a time limit with which to do it. Now you have a time limit. Okay. Sorry for the confusion. Okay, so we're on a time limit, guys. Time limit doesn't bother me. I was just under the impression that you said that if you move the bomb, it probably would blow up. <laughs> it's because I don't want you guys to put it in the plane and drop it into the sea. <laughs> you could have just said, no, he won't let you do that. <laughs> So, so bang bang shoot shoot. Who, who's the target? Anyway, load uh, that thing up. Let's go. At this point, um, everything has been loaded up, and the captain invites you all to dinner because it's been a, quite a long day for all the soldiers. Do we have no time for dinner? Something happened. Quite a long day for the soldiers. We gotta have a really nice dinner first. What about us? Come on, let's chow. Can we just eat on the road? I mean, we were told that we had 24 hours to do this, and I think we're going to probably need every second of that 24 hours. If you guys want to, you can go ahead and load up the cars and leave immediately. Deal. All right, as you guys have loaded up the cars, you start traversing the tracks up the mountain. Uh, as you're preparing to leave, you hear shouting coming from the cordon just outside the camp. Nope, I don't hear nothing. Let's drive. I don't hear a thing. <laughs> um, done out. Adventure on. <laughs> um, are you guys just driving away, or are you guys actually looking? Because I've heard two opposing things so far. 
Oh, nobody listens to Ella. I don't know what they want to do. That's just Ella's opinion. <laughs> I'm not nobody even ever here. listens to Ella. I think we're all here. <laughs> Nine. Are a bunch of soldiers running over to where the shouting is? Is that? Uh, I'll yeah. I'll bite. What's the shouting? Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to run over there, but I'll ask one of the soldiers as they run by what's going on. Uh, it looks like another farmer is trying to break in again. Um, and at that point, you guys see that, yes, there's a woman crossing over the grassland towards the soldiers who appears to be in her late 20s with a tattered and bloodstained dress. She is she has sweat on her brow, and she is pleading for help in Malaysia, or in Malay. Well, I don't speak that language, but that lady seems to need help. Uh, roll spot hidden rolls at this point. Yep. Hey, I made it. Oh, yeah, I nailed it. Uh, everybody who sees it, uh, um, you see that she has yellow boobos in her armpit and inner thighs, seen through the tattered clothing. Yeah. Never mind. She says I'm contaminated. I'm pretty sure that's what she said. Pop, pop, pop wants a rifle. Uh, maybe we should leave. <laughs> okay. Um, as you guys start leaving, um, you guys see that the uh, soldiers did open fire on her. So, you guys are going up the mountain? It's hardcore up here in Borneo. This is no worse than what we've seen. Uh, I mean, when we got there, they immediately killed everybody, except us. <laughs> Shapiro is driving the truck with the ticking device in it, the viral analyzer, and the other equipment that you guys need. Uh, the truck, you guys have uh, two trucks. Uh, the journey to the farm takes about a half hour. Uh, coming around a corner, you see that a section of trees on both sides of a road have been toppled. Uh, the damage looks pretty recent. Uh, it doesn't look like it, it was done like naturally or anything like that. <sighs> okay, shooty, cover us. Who's coming out with me to move this? I will. Okay, as you guys uh, survey the damage, um, you see huge footprints approximately three feet in length uh, that go across the road. Uh, the fallen trees have deep sets of scratches on their trunks as if some great talon hand had ripped them apart. You know what? Ella would examine these closely. <laughs> Just get them out of the road so we can get to where we're going. Okay, you guys are able to get them out of the road. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys come down to the dirt track, and it comes to a fork. Um, to the left is the survey team camp for um, the North Borneo Charter Company, and to the right is a tobacco farm where a uh, a group of tents were um, 
a bunch of people have gathered. Um, a man approaches you um, from the tobacco from the tobacco um, plant from the tobacco farm. I'm sorry, don't know how to describe it. Tobacco farm at the side of the building um, lies an old truck. And approximately 200 people remain in the camp. But he um, he approaches you alone. Um, he shakes hands with Quentin Shapiro. And he um, he shakes each of your hands. Uh, he explains that his name is Kazin, and he is the owner of this farm. And he would like to know how long it will take for you guys to uh, get rid of these people. Uh, as he is keen to clear these protesters from his property. About 24 hours. Mm. Uh, he's, he, seems, he seems very pleased. He sounds very pleased from this immediate answer. And I guess like, sarcasm doesn't, <laughs> doesn't translate very well. 24 hours. Maybe a little less. <laughs> Hopefully a little less. A lot less. Uh, what do you guys? Uh, what do you guys like to do? What are we supposed to do? Well, Shapiro right now is he has made his way to the medical tent. And he is, seems like he's taken over one. Um, you guys are pretty much free to um, explore the village for now. I mean, it sounds like if you kill. It sounds like if we tell these guys to go down the mountain to the base, they're going to get shot. Well, but what if we just tell them if they stay up here, they're going to explode, and then let them do whatever the hell they want? Ooh, World War One thoughts. Hey, Nick, can I recon something? Yeah. Those claw marks and footprints that you told us we saw? Ella mm-hmm. took some pictures of them because, fuck, it's a profession. Okay. <laughs> I found a cryptid. Yay! That's how much more, good for some extra credit. How much more time do we have left? You guys have 23 hours. Well, let's get what we came here to do done, and then we'll worry about the people. All right. I think what we came here to do is being accomplished by um, Shapiro. So we're supposed to protect Shapiro. We're just uh, supposed to follow him around and stand around him with our arms crossed. Yeah. Some of the farmers, <laughs> some of the some of the locals actually start approaching you guys, um, and they say, "Hey, we heard from Cousin that you guys are here to get those survey people off of our land. Um, when when do you when when can that happen?" 
Mm, less than 24 hours? As you guys look over at the... Um, 23 tent, hours? Something like that. <laughs> as you guys look over at the other tent, um, you can see that a group of protesters is blocking the uh, dirt track to the survey team's camp. While others stand alongside a chain-linked fence which has been established around the uh, camp's perimeter. Hmm. You know, it's dumb on me. It would be a whole lot easier to get these people to have worked with these people more readily if they just told them there were infections going around. She's not saying it's where the farmers can hear them. She's saying it to the group. Uh, everyone rolls spot buttons. Or spot buttons rolls. I made exclamation now. Oh, but... fucking two. <laughs> I see God. You guys can see that. You guys can see these people have a little bit of like yellow, like yellowish skin. They're like kind of they look like they might be infected. So, what's the protocol between, like, infected people and non-infected people and where they're supposed to go and all that? Do we have any, like, inkling of how to get these people where we're supposed to get them? I mean, it's like an island we've never been to, so. The only thing we know is a road and a military base. Uh, you guys are going to have to wait for the military to come and evacuate everyone. Captain Lancaster has informed um, the rest of the NBCC, and uh, they have people on the way, but it'll take some time to get to, to be able to organize the logistics to get several hundred people off the island or off of this section of the island. So Shapiro was freaking out. And this, that was supposed to be our new priority, but people are going to do it for us. What exactly are we doing? Uh, you're supposed to see what the internet is up to here, if anything. Um, that was the that was what Caduceus had originally um, asked you guys to come to North Borneo to look at. So we don't have a time limit to save the people. We have a time limit to get the information we need. Pretty much. Is what I'm hearing. So let's go talk to people in the village about the internets. How hush-hush is the internet thing supposed to be? It is. It's supposed to be really hush-hush, but I mean, you can ask around to see if anybody's been acting suspicious or anything. So have you seen any snake people walking around? Or slithering around? <laughs> Um, who would you guys like to ask around? Uh, there's the medical tents, there's the farm, and there's the um, there are the surveyors. Um, I'm going to ask the surveyors about them. Are we splitting up, or are we going to all go together? Who's got good um, people skills? Uh, 
I actually do. And I would imagine Woodrow does too. Wherever he may be. <laughs> Woodrow's napping in the truck. I've got, I've got some skill in persuade. I've got some fast talk. Also, I have money. When in doubt, throw money at it. Might not mean anything here. Dollars. Unless you bothered to change it to the local currency. Whatever do you mean? Everybody recognizes American money. <laughs> Actually, they don't. All right. I think they so deal with British pounds here, but yeah, I think it's still accepted. I don't know. Well, let's go with the people who've been here the longest. I guess the farmers. Okay, Spencer's going with the surveyors. Leo's going with the farmers. We're going to talk to the farmers. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go with the farmers first. Okay. I'm going to hang around Shapiro. Okay, those who go to the farmers... Um, you quickly gather that they don't intend to move on until the survey team withdraws from the area. Or area. Um, protester, the protesters are very angry, and they they haven't really um, listened to anybody that's um, asked them to leave anything like that. Uh, sooner the surveyors leave, uh, the sooner the spirit of the mountain will be appeased, or will be appeased, and all will be well. What do you mean, the spirit of the mountain? Well, that's um, the guy who's talking with you. Goes, oh, that's just old local folklore. We none of us really believe in it now. Everybody that you have talked to, they're all wearing like crosses. That's everyone's really Christian here. Let's just say maybe um, we're still interested. Yeah. Uh, well, let's just. I lately. You know, um, the mountain has been producing a lot of strange fruits, and so um, we believe that she has been very happy. And um, it's it's just an old folk tale about the mountain. Um, strange how though? It's just it's um it's just an old creation story. She it's a woman that lived in the mountain, and. Um, she all everything that grows from the mountain comes from her body. Just an old ballet tale. Okay, but that's cool and everything. So, but yeah, I mean, you thought it was important enough to mention it. And you said strange fruit. Like what? How strange? How? Roll psychology. Roll for me. Yes. It has nothing to do with the Cthulhu mythos. Ella doesn't care. Okay. <laughs> it's honestly just an old story. It's just like an old, like Malaysian folklore and Bornean folklore. But the key thing here is that there's been strange growth on the mountain. Yeah, that's what she's like, asking about the strange weird fruits. fruits. Okay, like what? That's, that's why she's like, "What fruit? Strange fruit? How strange?" <laughs> um, like it's uh. Just colors that we've never really seen in this area before, like really like bright blues, 
some people even say at night that you can see like the um, sides of the mountaintop glowing. Do we, we like have any of this fruit? I'm just curious, really. No, we we don't trust it. We don't want to. None of us wants to be. Oh, I, I can't. I can't blame you. It's just you know, usually like there's a kid or something that'll pick it just to bring it home and show it. Um, they say uh, none of us have it, but you can. It's just a quick walk. Uh, you can surely enough find it yourself. Just find some yourself. All right. Well, she has them. Point her, point it, point her to where some is this close to there. Okay. Um, she doesn't want to go too far out, but she's fucking impulsive. She wants to see this. <laughs> they point. They point to like the forest at the edge, looks like at the very bottom of the mountaintop. Okay. It's a, it's a rainforest. Why? Why do you think the surveyors are? would uh affect this fruit well they're taking up the ground and stuff um they've been they've been building these roads up and down the place um digging into the earth digging into the mountain yeah but don't you guys dig into the earth and dig into the mountain to farm tobacco i mean it's not nearly as destructive as what they're doing one day I'll tell you about nitrate fixation. <laughs> uh, who went to the medical medical tent with Shapiro? I did. Is it Zachariah, uh, Janelle, did you follow him? Oh, yes. Okay. Um, as you guys are um, with Shapiro, he's tampering with this uh, machine when he Explains as a viral analyzer. Um, and he's also stored the half training device in the same room. Um, after he explains what exactly the, the half or the viral analyzer does, which is it takes the blood, it takes blood from people, analyzes if there's any diseases in it, and then it's able to take that and then uh, come up with a cure. Weird science. We have to have to be. Um, he instructs you two to, um, or he asks you two to leave him to his work, insisting he can take care of the analysis while you determine if the internet is present in the, in the village or in the camp. Um, that's it. He asks okay. for um, some patients to come into the um, into the tent. Okay. I'll just stand there silently and watch him work. Okay. I mean, unless he physically shoves me out of the tab, I'm just going to... Um, after a little while, yeah, he, like, kind of shoes you off. Hmm. Why is what he's doing a secret? Uh, not quite, but he can't concentrate when he's being watched, like, supervised. I think something weird is up with that guy. I do believe you're right. Um, when you guys leave the tent, you guys see a young boy right outside of his tent just sitting on a, um, sitting on a, like, clear-cut stump, um, and just staring off into the distance. 
Uh, roll psychology roll. Roll a psychology roll. Oh, no. Nope. Okay. Um, he pretty much obviously looks like he's been traumatized from seeing so much death. Um, yeah. Okay, um, Spencer, the survey team. Or no, you went with the farmers. I'm sorry. That's fine. I mean, I'm not going to actually add any sort of meaningful conversation to this scenario. <laughs> Just show me where to point my gun. Well, in that case, I'll go over to the surveyors after I'm done with the farmers. Okay. Um, there's a group of farmers walking the dirt track to the surveys camp. Um, as you approach them, they ask, hey, um, are you here to get rid of the surveyors or are you get, here to get rid of these guys? What's I look at my watch. Uh, How much time do we have? 22 hours and 45 minutes. 22 hours and 45 minutes, man. 22 hours and 45 minutes. Uh, you can see that the camp is a series of temporary huts construed and or constructed in a horseshoe fashion. A number of the huts store equipment, while others provide sleeping quarters, showers, and dining facilities. Um. Two Ford Model A trucks are parked in the central clearing. There are approximately 30 members of the survey team left in the camp. As you approach, there's a couple of guards at the front gate armed with rifles. But they allow you to enter, and they go fetch the head of the survey team. Uh, you notice that one of the guards looks very pale and is sitting on his feet. Wow, you guys are starting to get sick, huh? He suddenly vomits... Uh, which <laughs> he vomits uh, a large amount of liquid and he collapses uh, and dies. Uh, his body is quickly taken away to the medical hut. Wow. You guys are pretty dedicated if you if you like guarding while you're like on death's door like that. What do you guys Yo, still do? I think there? I'll be outside. Uh... <laughs> The head of the survey team arrives moments later, um, looking very quizzically about, the, or looking quizzically at the guards carrying away the recently deceased one. And he says, "Hello, uh, my name is Richard Clements." Um, Your man just died, man. I, I understand. Uh, how long do you think it will take to get everyone back to Renau? Look at our watches. <laughs> yeah. 22 hours and 40 minutes. Uh, the quarantine must have been lifted since you people are here, right? Something like that. Yeah. It must have been. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that's what that's what happened. You guys are sick fucks. No, um, they're sick fucks. <laughs> So how long have you guys been sick like this? 
Oh, it's all their their fault. And he points it towards the locals. Oh, did they poison you or something? I I'm not I can't say for sure, but I'm pretty sure I I have a theory. It's them. Let's hear it. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure it's the locals that brought the disease. Uh, ten Wait. members of my team, including our doctor, have already died from it. I have no medical staff, and five men in the medical hut. I don't think it will survive. I have five medical. I have five men in the medical hut, and I don't think they'll survive the night. Sorry, my dice dropped before. So it's what? So you guys just got here, and all of a sudden started getting sick. I mean, maybe. Where are these guys from? The survey team. These guys are all British. Okay. I mean, I don't know if you heard, but there's like this new theory called the. Uh, a germ theory, and sometimes local populations are immune to local diseases, and so when people who aren't immune to these diseases come to that area, they contract these diseases. I've read several papers on this before. Very interesting theory. You see where, where I'm, I'm coming from here? Maybe it's because you guys aren't from around here that you're getting sick like this. Well, you go and blame the locals, and now y'all hate each other. It's how wars start. Well, I don't know about that, sir. I, I believe that we're all good British men with very healthy immune systems. Yeah, it looks like we're really healthy. As he um, looks at the pile that the guy just threw up on the floor. <laughs> like, yeah, let's is. test how healthy your immune system is, man. Eat that pile of vomit. Ew. I refuse to. Why? I hope you would. Disgusting, that's why. Ah, but his immune system is, you know, it's British. But well, I mean, like, they're in an enclosed room together anyway. Speaking of which, maybe we should not be in this enclosed room with them. I think we're fucked either way. If we're going to get it, we're going to get it. So, have you guys heard anything interesting locally that is out of the ordinary? I mean, maybe there's another explanation for this disease. Maybe there's something strange going on beyond the farmers. Anything? Blue fruit. Glowing in the distance at night. Really hard footprints and claw marks. Uh, Well, besides that, a lot of snakes around. Oh, wait, 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 wait. You guys see that? (laughs) No, 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 no. He says, besides, like, the people dying, the disease. Yeah. Um, Well, I suspect that there's been a little bit of grave robbing. Um, what do you mean grave robbing? Well, all of the all of the um, all of the graves that we've recently dug for the men who have died, uh, they keep getting disturbed in the middle of the night. I don't understand why. Um, I don't really want to start going around pointing fingers, especially if there's going to be people attacking me for my beliefs. What are your beliefs? Out. What are your beliefs? 
at, at that point, he says, I need to go take care of my men. Pick well, up hold on, man. Pick up the camp. It sounds like you're not going to have many men to take care of. I'm not interested in an ideological discussion that would normally take place in the 21st century. I'm not sure what the discussion was. You said the graves were being disturbed. I just asked if you sat out someone to see if somebody was maybe digging them up. Sorry, I was done with the germ theory thing. Yes, there might be people <laughs> digging up the graves. And have you actually had anybody witness this? Uh, no, we have not. Well, what happened to these bodies? Are they being toted away? Or are they being rearranged in wacky poses? No, we don't see the bodies. We just see the graves have been disturbed at night. Um, but then you don't bother to check to see what happened? We would rather not disturb the graves even oh, more. give me a shovel. Mm. You're on your own with that. I'll help you. Where did you come from? Shadows. <laughs> <laughs> he was just over. Oh, wait, no, there he is. <laughs> Rex out of the plot. Um, digging up the graves is tiring work, but after um, after some time, it soon becomes apparent that all the buried bodies of the dead are missing. Um, also, strange tunnels lead into the graves and appear to continue through the earth. Um, tunnels, how, eh? How big is how big is Leo again? Leo's kind of small, isn't he? Yeah, uh, actually, I'm size 85. Okay, no, well, you're pretty small. big. Yeah. yeah, you're not small. Okay. Ella's small, but Ella ain't going in there. <laughs> She's impulsive, not stupid. <laughs> do these snake people, do they eat bodies or anything? Ah, could I roll to see if Ella has read anything that might relate to this? Uh, go ahead and roll your Cthulhu Mythos skill. Nope. I <laughs> can I? Can you spend luck on the Cthulhu Mythos roll? I think someone did earlier, so we'll just say we set that precedent okay. and well, let it happen. I'm going to spend the... Uh, The twelve points to make that roll. Um, no, serpent people don't really eat the dead. Ghouls do, though. You know, I hear stories back in uh in the Bronx of like an underground race of things that do this. They eat the dead and steal bodies. I always thought it was an old wives' tale. That's what I was trying to think of. I'm not going in that hole. I'm going to go find some of that blue fruit now. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, it looks like we got these things and whatever the blue fruit signifies. Um, how big is Bexar? Uh, he's real big. 
Yeah, yeah I think I was the only small person. Smells not there. I am. Are you right? I think I think everybody's above average except for Ella. Yeah, Ella's at fifty. Yeah. All right. She's impulsive, not stupid. <laughs> you are the only one that can solve this mystery, Ella. I am also the only one that can go in that hole. So what the fuck good is it going to do me if I go in that hole and none of you can come save me? Ah, uh huh. Nah, I'm going to find my blue fruit. <laughs> Maybe I can um, get you a tracking device. I, I'm going to find my blue fruit. And she's walking towards the direction where the fruit's supposed to be. <laughs> Hold on. Who is, who is with this group? Is it just you two? I guess okay. Bexar was with there. us. Bexar, roll your, roll your track roll. It's fucking... Ooh, always in the shadows. Schrodinger's Bexar. No, 92. Schrodinger's Bexar. Is he there or isn't he? <laughs> He's more like, you know, omnipresent. I uh, rolled 92, so no, I can't track this thing. Okay. Schrodinger's Bexar sounds better, though. Try and find some blue fruit. Can I, while she's doing that, can I try and cobble together a device that will detect soil density so I can maybe follow the tunnels above ground? Sure. You can take some of that equipment that you guys brought with you. Okay. Those, um, that metric ton of machine parts. Oh, undifferentiated machine parts. <laughs> All right, I'm going to do that. Just tell me what I need to do. Roll your weird science roll. Uh, well, I mean, that is connected to either electrical repair or mechanical. Or uh, do electrical repair. All right. <laughs> yeah, I critically failed that. All right, you guys hear an explosion and you see the plume of smoke come up from one of the tents and then Leo walks out with like a... Yeah, exactly. I have, a, <laughs> I have like my, my work goggles shaped shadow or light spot where the rest of my face has been charred. I may be missing half my hair on my left side. On the plus side, you just invented air conditioning. <laughs> Don't go in there for a little while. Do you want me to take damage for that, Nick? No. Um, in the meantime, while you were creating that, um, while everybody was going around the camp, I'm just going to say Bexar was able to find the tracks. Um, the ghouls' tunnels lead out into the, uh, or they, they go into the woods. Like, you can see, like, raised earth tunneling towards the woods. 
or the I'm first expecting- Grand Forest. I'm expecting a ghoul to pop out and go, Pismo Beach and all the clams you can eat. I knew I should have taken that right at Albuquerque. All right. Um, am, I, am I with them? Do I have enough time to... Did the explosion happen relatively early in the process so I can go with them? Uh, yeah. All right. Hold on one moment. Um, Ella, you're suddenly hit with a premonition. I have a premonition. Yeah, I have a premonition. <laughs> she got a premie. Um, remember the corridor that you went down before going through the gate to the moon? Yes. You have deja vu, and you're imagining that again going through the corridor, but for some reason, the environment outside, right before you entered into it, was different from where it was in Vermont. Not entirely different, just the flora seemed different. It was, there were different plants, and it was more of like a tropical location. It's probably blue fruit if you look hard enough. Well, if you're following her, or if you're near her, you see her stop, and she just gets a weird look on her face. Uh, what's the matter? I know this. Uh, Zachariah, at the same moment, you have uh, also another power, you also have a powerful vision um, of Ella walking through this corridor. Um, Bless you. That's almost in the side of a mountain. And you feel like you must go to her. Okay, so you 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 remember me telling you that I've been to the moon, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, something about this is really familiar. I'm getting some serious deja vu right now. Like I know this, but I've never seen this before. I don't think. Or have I? Huh? What does that mean, deja vu? Well, it's this feeling that you've done something before. No, I know what it means. I mean, how does it relate to you? I don't know that yet. You see, like, like where I was was really weird. Like, the atmosphere was all buggered up. And this feels like that. Except it shouldn't feel like that. Or should it feel like that? So we're on the moon? I don't know. I mean, no, we're not. But, I mean, like, the feeling is similar. Okay, I'm talking. I know that we're not on the moon. <laughs> Yeah, she's looking around because she's really confused right now. Did I get a premonition too? Am I missing something? Yeah, you had the same premonition of Ella walking through it or walking into a corridor. Um, it's like a hexagon. It's it's six sided. Uh, it's like a hexagon. Okay. But um, I thought I heard you mention that. I saw I was seeing this too. Yeah. So yeah, her impulsion will let her go further. Like she's not holding ass, but she's slowly moving forward.
Okay. Uh, is everyone following her? I am. About Bexar and the twins. Yeah, I'm a little weirded out. I'm in the shadows. Not literally, but you know. <laughs> no, I feel like it should be literal. <laughs> He's literally crouching behind somebody in the shadow. All right, I'm crouching behind people in shadows. <laughs> I'm like spice here. I'm in the bushes and shit. Occasionally rolling for no apparent reason. What is Woodrow doing? Is he following too? Woodrow's been hanging out at the base the whole time. Okay. He never went with you guys. He told Shapiro to fuck off. All right. So the rest of you heading north, uh, you go through dense woodland that creeps up the mountainside. Um, There's a really disgusting smell of, like, rotten vegetation uh, that wafts through the air with increasing frequency. Oh, boy, that's rank. Um, as you approach, or as you continue onward, you find pieces of this rotten fruit uh, on the ground. Um, roll Cthulhu Mythos roll. Nope. Nope. Nobody made it. I didn't even come close. <laughs> nah. Okay. Um, as you guys continue, you guys see a number of tracks um, that lead through the forest. Some are hoofed, or some are like small hoof prints that are about like the size of like a human's foot. Um, another one is like, or another set of tracks are different, or like more claw-like and slender, kind of like a. Uh, are identifiable as certain person tracks. Yeah, Ella's been taking pictures of all of this, like the fruit and stuff. In the tracks. Um, which which set of tracks would you guys like to follow? The um, hoofed ones or the clawed ones? The clawed ones seem more dangerous. That's just my opinion. <laughs> I, mean, I don't even know what's going on. So, uh, like, Whichever one you've dealt with this stuff before, Ella. No, actually, I haven't dealt with this before. Like, this is. Does any of this look familiar to me? Uh, no. It's like it's just the feeling, like the the deja vu feeling. I don't know this stuff. Well, considering the construction of some of the beasts we've witnessed so far, what makes you think the thing with hooves isn't some sort of dragon beast? True, but the claws are more evident. That's the only reason I vote for the hooves. I've heard deer are very dangerous. It's just, you know, sharp claws, hooves. It's just one's a little more intimidating than the other. Hello. Is this just my opinion? I didn't say go one way or the other. <laughs> Honestly, I'm curious as hell about both of them, but I can't be in two places at once. Or can I? Well, I haven't worked on how to do two places. XR can. (laughs) Until you actually observe it. 
<laughs> Until you actually observe Bexar, he is omnipresent. Mm-hmm. Bexar's must be fixed into, into existence by visual contact. And how about you, brother? Are you getting any particular vibe? <coughs> hmm. Is there anything we can roll on these tracks, Nick? Um, yeah. Can't think we meet those. Let's see. Maybe my dice will be kind to me. Actually, they were. I rolled a twelve out of seventeen. Uh, the hoofed ones are ghouls, and the um, clawed ones are serpent people. Well, I'm going to consult my arrow sticks real quick here. That way. Might be okay. I think those are ghouls. And that way is probably what we were actually looking for, snake people, and I'm not sure we want to find them either. Do snake people and ghouls get along? I don't know. <laughs> I want to find them all at once and shoot them. Did you succeed with your um, tarot sticks? or No. The arrow okay. sticks and the tarot. Okay. The bones. No divination for me. Well, I'm thinking... First off, I will say that my mind is blown because I wouldn't think serpent people would have claws because, you know, serpents don't have legs. Well, they are serpent people. Okay. But uh, I say we go after the ghouls because maybe the ghouls don't like the serpent people and maybe we have, we can... Get them on our side. The other thing we can do is uh, we have basically fulfilled our part of the contract, right? We have determined there's serpent people presence here. We are on a timeline as well. How much do we know about ghouls at that role, by the way? Um, you know that they tend to eat the dead or the dead of humans and that they're hoofed people. Um, they're like humanoid. Are they particularly hostile towards humans though? That's what I want to know. They can be if they like outnumber them, but if they're like if there's like a I don't know, a group of people that are not gonna attack them. They're kinda like a mountain lion. Okay, all right. So we're we're good as long as we're together. That's why I'm making sure that we're not just walking into instant death with that. The snakes we know are going to be hostile because that's why we're here. <laughs> so, and if nothing else, they might have information, and that's Ella's thinking. So yeah, she's still we follow the hoofs. They might know something. And none of us are dead. And I don't think Bexar smells dead enough for them to try to eat him. Oh, I smell healthy and living. Can't you smell my B.O.? You smell, you smell pretty rough and ripe. <laughs> yeah, ripe's not dead. At this point, I'd say I'm down to flip a coin. Well, Sounds I'm, like I'm, I'm voting ghoul. I uh, also vote Let's go ghoul. kill some ghouls. Yeah, no like one said cool. kill them. We want to at least try to talk to them. Oh, I'll be in the back. <laughs> Let me know when you need me. As you guys continue, 
uh, following the hoof tracks. Uh, the forest canopy grows thicker. Um, in the gloom ahead, you can see a faint blue green or faint blue green glow that can be seen from mosses creeping up oddly shaped trees and from strange plants in the undergrowth. It's beautiful, but uh, slightly unnerving. Uh, you've never seen anything like this before. I really wish we had color photography. <laughs> no, it could have just overexposed your film. You wouldn't get any of it. Would that would defeat the purpose? Like, why would you want to do that to my precious camera? No, I'm saying that maybe these things, because they glow like that, overexpose your Ooh, film. Good point. Uh, as you guys continue, um, every now and then you hear like rustling, rustling sounds in the bushes um, adjacent to you. Uh, roll spot hidden rolls to see if you can find anything. Yes. No. Nope. Uh, Ella, you're able to see these strange rodents that um, seem like they've been like following you guys through the trees. Uh, they have like usual size. Little, yeah, they're pretty big. And they have strange little tentacles that come out of their mouths, kind of like a, a star mole. Yee! Well, those are some weird looking little fellas. This seems like a dream. <laughs> you know, like, just hear me out. Maybe that bomb blew up on the plane, and we're actually dead. This doesn't seem like the afterlife, because that... I mean, this will suck if this is the afterlife, because I was totally imagining a little harem, and this is not what I was expecting. There's, there's not enough chorizo for this to be the afterlife. I mean, I hadn't really included sausage in my afterlife imaginings, but I will from now on. Well, that's not the kind of sausage I imagine, but sure. <laughs> um, as you continue through the woods, um, you see it's more of the strange, um, strange fruits and strange plant or plant life. Uh, roll, listen, roll for me. Yes, I make that uh, extreme. Oh, I actually made that. Okay, those of you that made it, you can hear heavy footsteps um, that sound like they're coming closer. Hello? <laughs> <clears throat> we like, come in peace. Like Godzilla heavy? Uh, yeah, like pretty fucking heavy. Oh, shit. <laughs> Are, are we actually in the trees? Or are we on a path? You guys are like on like a pathway. Maybe we should jump off the path. Be careful of the little rodent things. Like they could be venomous or something. I don't know. That's they had tentacle but... things in their faces. Okay. Well, it's one half a dozen of the other. 
there's like something big coming. Oh, I agree that we should get off the road. I'm just saying, be careful. Right, everybody, roll stealth rolls for getting off the road. <laughs> what are the little things in the trees doing when they hear this big noise? today? There, you guys don't see any of them around. I passed that by one. <laughs> I passed it. Ooh, odd six. And I apparently tripped over a pile of cowbells. This is the one time we didn't need that. Uh, what about Bexar? Uh, I rolled a 44, which I think is a pass for stealth. Um. Okay. Do you have base stealth? Because base stealth is 20. No. I've got a 60 stealth. Okay, that's what I was asking. I thought you said what... I couldn't hear what you said after you said what you got rolling. I thought you were asking us something. No. Um, as you all hide and as Janelle tries to hide, uh, the, step, the steps get closer. Um, and out from the... Out from, like, the bushes comes this gigantic monster looks like a huge gorilla but it has a mouth down the middle of its face instead of like opening up uh, vertically instead of horizontally it has four arms Um, it sees Janelle and starts running for her um Edge now roll a sanity roll for me. Yeah, <laughs> No. Okay, I just barely made that. Okay, it's just zero. <laughs> I love that panic. No. And then we'll leave it there for now, and we'll come back to that next time. Oh, with the hairy homunculus running me down in the path. Cliffhangers. Woo. At least it's only one. Yeah, we know what of. We know of. Hey. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you guys um, me to blow shit up then. Guess I'll have time to say thanks for watching, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. So, uh, say goodnight, Gracie. Goodnight, Gracie. Goodnight. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.